So, Norda, thank you for coming to the podcast. Thank you so much for inviting me. Um, I feel like I need to ask you, what is it like being a photographer in the Rio Grande Valley with your own studio, by the way? <laughs> Recently, yes. Um, it's fun. I didn't realize how many there were until I started doing it. I mean, if, like anything else, you know, you think that there's a need and then you start fulfilling that need and you're like, oh, there's a lot of people fulfilling the need. But everyone is different. Everyone is their own artist and everyone brings a different experience to their client. And there's definitely a client for everyone. I mean, there's enough business for everyone. And I've never really viewed my work as something to be competitive about. You know, I, I really don't even give it much thought. I just really have fun doing it and meeting different people and working with different people, especially with families and couples. So, um, I mean, I would just say it's really nice. The Valley has a lot of beautiful sunrises and sunsets. Oh yeah. You know, that's something that I think people kind of take for granted here. It's like, oh, there's no mountains, there's no hills, it's all just flat and there's no big buildings. But I mean, if you think about it, in those places that do have those things, you can't see the sunset. Oh. In, in most and of the ca most cases, when you see the sunset, it looks like a freaking painting. It's like someone, gorgeous. Like, you know, like, uh, what was his name? Bob Ross? Yeah. It, it looks like he painted it himself. Literally. But better because God did it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I did mention with your own studio because I visited your studio maybe like two months ago, something like that. Yeah. And I was really fascinated with the fact that you have very large windows, mm -hmm. which is perfect because I feel like the photographers who have studios themselves mm -hmm. often try to create a look where it looks natural with the sun coming in with that light. Right. And you're blessed to have that location with really amazing light coming in and yep. the brick wall is what's the wall is it brick it's totally brick yeah i mean and it, it's it's like the perfect combination i feel because you have the sun which is you need lighting yeah to take pictures like that's the best form of light exactly possible. there's nothing stronger than the sun so right i feel like your studio is like an influencer's paradise. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's definitely a dream come true. I fell in love the moment I saw it and I had literally been praying for something like that to, you know, come to me and, you know, east facing windows, north south facing brick walls, ideal situation for lighting. Oh yeah. You know, and uh, big windows were the only requirement I really had for a space and looking because I knew that my studio would be 100% natural light. I, it's not that I'm against artificial light. It's just not something I feel very passionate about. Right. And it's not, it's not my taste, not my style. And I just love the, cha I love the challenge that natural light brings. I love that it's never the same. I love that I got to constantly be changing my settings, depending on the angle that I'm facing. And, you know, in a studio where there's artificial light, you got one angle mm -hmm. and the light is the same and consistent in every shot. And some people love that and they dominate that space. But I just, I learned my skill mm -hmm. in natural light and I can't see going any other way. Like I fell in love with it in that way. 
And so. I, I think the natural light complements your style of photography because I, I mm -hmm. feel like it's also very natural. Right. Like I saw you, I had the privilege to see you work <laughs> with uh, one of the people we were helping out. Yeah. And you were telling her uh, to just like let loose and pretend that she's dancing and, and all these types of things. Yeah. Like, how did that come about? Like you mentioned you studied communication. Is that kind of like key to well, you communicating know, with your clients? When, when someone looks at a picture of you, you're communicating who you are, what you are, what you represent, uh, how you want to present yourself. And especially like that was a branding session. How do I relay the beautiful personality that this woman has in a photo that's still, that's, you know, just an image, there's no words on it. And well, you capture that by there being movement, there being, you know, fluidity, she's not posing. Right. And it's not even that we wanted to pretend to dance. We literally put up the music <laughs> and we were dancing. Yeah. And she was laughing and she felt so silly in the beginning, but she just felt like herself. And, and ultimately the photos look like her, you know, and something that I always tell my clients, you know, they're always real stiff when they get there and they're kind of nervous. I mean, my clients have returned to me, they know the drill. Like, they're like <laughs> totally ready for it. But when I first meet people, I always tell them, like, relax and know that these photos should look like you. Yeah. So don't try to be anyone else. You know, I think um, not a lot of photographers have that approach. I mean, they have a mold that they kind of want to put their client into. Um, but for me, I kind of try to feel for what is this person like? And within the first 10, 15 minutes, I can get an idea of, of you know, their essence. And I want to capture that in those photos. What's like a couple of questions that are like key for you to like find out right. more about them? So for a couple, I'll ask them, are you more uh, playful or are you more reserved? Do you like PDA? Do you not like PDA? If you're sitting on the couch, how do you sit? Do you like being all tangled up together or you kind of like your personal space? Because I'm not gonna pose a couple in a way that they would never sit organically, you know? Yeah. One, because they're gonna be uncomfortable and two, because it's not gonna accurately represent them. Because really, I mean, these people are hiring me to document this time in their life, whether it be engagement, an anniversary, a family having another child, or just capturing this time in this family's life for like right now it's Christmas time is a lot of Christmas yeah. pictures, right? And you're just documenting this little moment in their family's time, right? Or even individuals, it's kind of like, I feel this responsibility for those photos to accurately represent that time of their life. And, and something that I use in all of my branding is nostalgia, right? I want my photos to feel nostalgic. And what is nostalgia? It's a longing for a time Right. And so what creates longing is like a love for the, that thing. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that's why I want my photos to just embody like joy, just being in a moment, being authentic, being yourself. And so I try to determine like, what is you, mm -hmm. you know, and with families, mm -hmm. it's very different because usually I work with like young kids. Mm -hmm. Right. And with kids, you got to let them lead. You know, oh, yeah. and, and kids are very honest. Kids don't have a front. 
And so just by them walking in mm -hmm. my studio and how if they run around or if they don't run around. It's cold. Yeah. I'm tired. I, right. I can see like, okay, this is how these kids are. This is, this is their personality. Yeah, right. What kind of music do you like? Put on the music. How do they react to the music? Yeah. And then you just kind of get good at having different approaches to different types of people. Mm -hmm. Some people want to be posed more than others. And some people just like flow and they're comfortable and you kind of just give them starting points and they run with it. Nice. That's my favorite. <laughs> but of course I can pose you if you need it, you know? Yeah. I, so. I wanted to ask you, you, like all this experience about dealing with people. Yeah. Was that uh, something that you created as you kept going and, and taking pictures? Uh -huh. Or was that something that you already had? I think I already had it. Um, and I think that that's, so the reason I ever picked up a camera in the first place was my mom's, I was going to say fault, but like she, she's responsible for getting me into it. And I always loved taking photos, but you know, with my phone right. or with our little uh, point and shoot camera that our, that, you know, our family yeah, point and shoot. There yeah. It is. There it is. Not thinking about anything else, right? Like, Oh, that's cool. Um, but my mom saw a lot of potential in me and that I'm, I've always been very artistic and creative and had like an eye for composition and whatnot. Um, and because she works with couples, quinceañeras, she has an event center in Harlingen, nice. Texas, La Sierra What's, event center. What is it called? La Sierra. La Sierra. Center. Yeah. Nice. So if you guys need an event. <laughs> in Harlingen, Texas off the Expressway 77. So. Like a walking billboard. <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? It just built into me. Um, what's it called? She she got me my first few clients, and that's how I paid for my my wow. university tuition. Congrats! And, that's uh, amazing. Yeah. Not everybody can say that. Yeah. Well, my parents weren't going to pay for it, so <laughs> they're like, mm -mm. she's like, let me give you an avenue to make money. And so uh, she bought me a camera. She said, learn how to use it, and she got me, you know, jobs. And that's where I I started telling you kind of before we started that working in events is such a great spot to just learn skill and technique mm -hmm. because the stress of an event and documenting the timeline of an event, you have no choice but to figure it out. Yeah. You know, you ha your lighting is changing, your subject is moving, right. it's all candid. There's not a lot of opportunity for manipulation. And you can't be like, wait, do that again. Absolutely, no one's waiting for you. <laughs> and so um, it really helped me hone in the technical skills right. quickly and in a way where I couldn't hesitate. Yeah. And um, of course I made mistakes. Of course I can look back at that work and kind of cringe, <laughs> you know, but I learned very quickly that I had a natural knack for dealing with people yeah. and for making them comfortable nice. and um, you know, allowing them to be themselves. Is there, so. is there ever a time where you're like, I wish, I worked with a certain type of person. Is there like a, because you mentioned couples, engagement, like is there a favorite type of client that you're like the most passionate in helping? Um, I think that it's not necessarily the time of their life that they're in, but it's more so, because I love just documenting stages of life, right? Like, mm -hmm. so that includes individuals, couples, newborn, families, families with multiple children. I love all of it. Like, and a lot of photographers would call that lifestyle photography, but I kind of find that lifestyle photography can be a little bit too manipulated sometimes. 
and a little bit too like kind of trendy. Um, yeah. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to ignore the idea that there's a camera there. Right. You right. know, cause you're obviously taking photos, you know, especially when you enter a studio space, I'm not blind that the, this is a photo shoot, right. you know, you it's, you're still acknowledging that it's a photo shoot, but I think that there's a way to do it to where it looks candid and like I'm a fly on the wall, but that it's an intentional photo yeah, at the yeah. same time. I, I feel like, does that make sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense because yeah. I feel that to be a successful photographer, you have to know, like, like if I see a picture and I don't know who, who took that picture, I don't feel like it's, good enough mm. but if i see a picture and they're like like you said a fly in the wall with a certain aesthetic i know it's yours because uh, you have a style like yeah there's definitely a certain I feel, feel i feel you you have that nailed down oh thank you so i feel like that's a good sign of like you know your your stuff thank you so much i i really worked hard at that approach and kind of finding the middle of yes it's positioned and posed considering light considering what's flattering for the people considering but still in a way that is authentic and not stiff and not you know with movement um but you know i'm not gonna tell them oh, pretend i'm not here you know <laughs> that is just not but what i was getting at with my ideal client i think is someone uh, who wants to be authentic. You know, I've, I've rejected a lot of work when it's the type of person that wants to look perfect. Right. I, I am not that photographer. I, I will not sit there and edit your body, your, you know, stray hairs. <laughs> I, I think that that's, there's so many photographers that are so good at that. Mm -hmm. I'm just not that photographer. Right. And, um, I, I enjoy working with people that that just want to have fun and want to like just document this time of their life for this person that they love or or like a brand, right? And I don't know. I guess you could say like people that are really sincere and just like a little bit more carefree, not so concerned with every little detail. I think you're gonna fall in love with Yvette when when oh. you meet her because I feel like all these things that you're telling me, I'm yeah. like, that's her. You're thinking of her. That's her. <laughs> yeah. That's her. Yeah. And she loves style. She likes being her authentic self. Yeah. She she's got a sticker in the front door that says sanity is overrated. Oh, for sure. So um yeah, I feel like also when I first saw your pictures out, I, I felt like it could be like an album cover, like for a music artist. Mm -hmm. Like, because nowadays that's super important, like the way that their albums mm -hmm. uh, stand out. Yeah. And I feel like your your type of picture uh -huh. would be like perfect for someone trying to be their authentic selves. Yeah. I I've, I've definitely seen that kind of trend going you know, and a lot of professional branding even too, you know, when it comes to artists mm -hmm. or just kind of creative entrepreneurs that they want that kind of lifestyle look mm -hmm. that it's not overly produced, an overly produced shoot, Yeah, you know, where everything is perfectly in place, but that it's like a candid capture of them. 
But I really appreciate that's that is the best compliment. I mean, that's I think exactly what I'm going for. Yeah, I think I think it's you know? uh, I don't know. Like there's uh, there's this artist that uh, I forgot her name, but she she's kind of like looking over a wall with like a hose or something, and it looks like lifestyle, like yeah. a fly in the wall, like you said. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that's kind of like. Um, and I also like your colors. Mm, thank you. Like it, you were talking about how it's nostalgic and, and what is nostalgia? It's the the wanting for that longing. What was it that you mentioned? Yeah. Nostalgia is just like you see something and you long to be back in that moment. Yeah. Like and the colors you, you use are like, what color would that be? Like it's like golden, a little saturated. Definitely a little bit warmer than, I mean... I've kind of actually evolved a little bit in my editing style to be a little bit more true to color, but it is still warm, I yeah. think. But it's it's like in a way that it feels happy. You yeah. know, if you think about, this is kind of a cheesy comparison, but it's the first thing that came to my mind. Have you seen in movies like in Twilight or in in movies where there's like flashbacks? Yeah. That, when it's a when if it, when it's a negative memory, it's like very cold yes. and very blue. Uh -huh. But then when it's a fond memory and it's like Hello. their love or origin story or whatever, yeah, yeah. it's warm. It's like it feels good. Yeah. Right. Like there's a physiological response you have to colors and the way that things are presented uh -huh. that make you feel this way or that way. Of course. And so I don't know. I kind of play into that a little bit, but. Um, I mean, I love your photography. Thank if you. someone is trying to find your studio, how would you direct them? Okay. Um, well, because it's a little kind of like hidden. It's a slightly, yeah. You'll miss it if you don't if you're not looking for it. I mean, I never really looked that way. Me either. I was just driving. I'm going like, uh, I'm going east on Old Eighty Three. Right. There's no reason for me to look over here. Yeah. It's just like. I mean. Who would? Like, who's looking two blocks into this in-between street, you know? Um, it's on Business 83, off of Business 83, in between McCall and 2nd Street. That's, like, a couple blocks from Mamma Mia's Pizzeria. Um, yeah, yeah. I think there's uh, Texas Country, no, Texas something auto sales. Right, in, in front. In the corner. That's right? off Business 83 directly. Yeah. And I've, I'm down Rose Allen about, what, two blocks? Yeah, something like that. There's like a doggy grooming little Right business. before my building, there's a, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but it's a dog grooming place. Yeah. Yeah. And then on the next street, there's like a taqueria called El Vagoncito. Yes. It's like with a roof. If you enter that street and, and, and go to your right, It'll lead right to your yes photography studio. And the the building that I'm at is like a very crisp white. Yeah. Um, it looks like a one of those like Barbie doll houses. <laughs> it's very pristine. It's like very. Um, it looks like someone God himself put it there and like cleaned it. <laughs> it was new. It was recently uh, updated, so I think that's why it looks so fresh and clean. Yeah. Um, but I directly know. next to me is Nova Stance Studio and then MacTown Fitness. Yeah, yeah. So my building is kind of like in the arts already. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's what, nice. What was the process like for you to find that place? A lot of driving around. 
downtown McAllen. I, I knew that I, it was probably going to end up being downtown because I wanted a building that had character. I didn't want a space that felt too, like, basic. <laughs> I don't know what word to use. Um, but, you know, I did, I did, like, the easy look online, like, available commercial spaces for rent or for a lease and really wasn't finding anything interesting. I really had high hopes for large windows mm -hmm. and even like an old building that had like really gorgeous windows that I could maybe transform the space. And when I, the day that I found the studio that I'm at, I literally was like throwing my hands up and saying like, Lord, I guess you don't want me to have a studio. I, I, there's nothing that's you know, felt right, nothing that, I just was done, I was yeah. done looking. And in that moment that I was feeling that way, I was just kind of turning into a road to turn around and go home. Yeah. And that was the road that I turned on. Wow. I like turned in there to do a U-turn, Yeah. basically. Oh, someone's knocking. Hold on, let me go open the door. Okay, go ahead. One second. Hi. So this is Nora. Nice to meet you. This is Shorty. Thank you. Thank you. She is one of our, uh, close friends here in the podcast but nice to meet you nice to meet you too we're Have just you guys yes yes uh we were just talking about how it was such a like uh, like you weren't even looking for that place i was like i was done looking i had been looking for a little over a month with my eyes open not not super intensely yeah. but that specific day i had been driving around for like an hour and a half just trying to look in all the nooks and crannies of downtown like, is there any signs for lease of buildings with windows? Like, that was literally the only thing I was looking for, was windows, right? And um, I just need good light. And I had literally just thrown my hands up and said, okay, God, like, you don't want me to have a studio right now. <laughs> and uh, I was fine with it, you know? But I just turned into the next random street to go home, turn around and go back the other way. You turn. And I'm turning on the street and I see this building. Like you said, it's just like perfectly placed there, like so pretty and white and gorgeous. Yeah. And there was a for lease sign. Ooh. And I just said, okay. And I drove up into it and I couldn't see. There's like tint on the window, so you can't really right. see in. The lights were off. Mm -hmm. And I didn't get overly excited. But I thought, <laughs> wow, that place yeah. looks, like, looks like me, you know? It looks like it could it be looks potential. Like, it looks like, yeah. And gorgeous big windows. And I go home. I tell my husband about it that evening. He's like, well, let's go see it. Like, come on. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. He's my biggest encourager, by the way. And we go. Shout out, and husband. Shout out to my husband. And we go, and the lights were on. And I saw the brick walls. And I started tearing up. I literally was tearing up. I thought, this is exactly what I was envisioning. I had described that building to my husband like days before. Wow. Like that's what I wanted. That's crazy. Yes. And, you know, it's very big. It wasn't, yeah, yeah. I didn't have that big of a space in mind. Mm -hmm. But the aesthetic, the brick, the light, everything, the exposed roof, the bare concrete floor. I was like, this is what I dreamt of. And oh my goodness. <laughs> like, and then when I went to tour it, it just felt, it just felt like, it felt like a photography studio wow. and it felt like exactly what I wanted a photography studio to be. And, and so, I, I love that place because you could literally be casual yeah. and pose there and take pictures and you look great. Yeah. And you could also be formal with a tuxedo and all that. 
mm -hmm. take pictures and it also looks great. It's like the perfect basic slate, like clean slate. Everything's neutral. Everything is and complementary to any style. Right. I think. I think so too. Yeah. And I like what you did with the decorative. Um, what is that that's coming down from? I have. The... I had a drip. I just took it down recently. Um, but I had, you know, some uh, like a 10 foot wide piece of fabric draped down just to kind of be like a soft yeah. because everything is very hard yeah. in there, you know, hard concrete, hard brick. And so I wanted like a little soft feminine touch yeah. in one side of the studio. It looked like a waterfall of fabric. Yeah. Yeah. It looks so nice. Did a few shoots you incorporating that and it was nice. It's so fun. are you like... Like right now, for example, that it's like November and soon to be Christmas season mm -hmm. or a lot of people are already like it's Christmas. Oh, know? full throttle. Do you like change the studio around like different you add different things, take away different things? Um, well, I took down that fab where that fabric is. I have my Christmas set right now. So I just have a couple Christmas trees, it's a very minimal set. Literally the only thing suggesting Christmas is the Christmas trees. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's just to literally nod to Christmas mm -hmm. and bring that festivity, but still being very minimum because I right. think that if anything in the RGB, there's little to no options like that in a yeah. studio. Studios are like a fireplace and Christmas is yelling in <laughs> your face, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I just kind of... I wanted to do something different and not so conventional. Um, and it's had a good response so far. You know, I have a lot of families coming this week and next week, and I'm really enjoying it. You know, the vision coming to life. I've nice. always envisioned these things, and now having my own space and having the opportunity to, to execute them mm -hmm. has been exciting. Are they always like, let's go to your studio? Who? Your family. My family? Yeah. Well, my family's kind of all spread out. I don't have a lot of family close, but my sister who lives in Amarillo, yeah. which is like an hour north of Stratford, Texas, okay. way in the panhandle. Yeah. Way she scheduled there. her shoot with me Thanksgiving time, and I'm excited for that. Nice. <laughs> to have my own blood in the, in the building. Uh, well, the reason why I was asking is because I was assuming like if I had a family member mm -hmm. with a studio, I would always be like, hey, Take my picture like can i do this in there or can i yeah you know whatever for sure but i guess as a creative person it's like a studio wow like uh, yeah <laughs> i've know. definitely had a couple family members reach out but like you know it's like i think not as much as you might expect yeah but i'm always excited and honored when a family member you know is interested in working with me that's so that's interesting uh because I feel like family members, uh, like whenever you want to take a picture of a family member, like one of the first things that they say is like, I need to lose weight. <laughs> yeah. Like, is that something yeah, you Yeah, but like, let's do it in 10 months and two months so I can lose 10 pounds. <laughs> yeah. And then two months later, it's like, <laughs> they let's, haven't wait, lost let's, wait, let's wait a little bit more. It's, it's, for I feel like sure. that's always a thing that's It's definitely people. easier for them to be like, can we reschedule? You know, with my actual clients that I don't know, yeah, I can think of less than a handful. I mean, I've with like hundreds of people already and people don't do that. They don't reschedule. They don't really unless it's like an emergency situation right. or the or it's raining and it's an outside shoot or yeah. whatever. But with my family, it's like we scheduled three times. We like, yeah, yeah. and they're 30 minutes late or whatever. But that's just... <laughs> 
I think that that privilege is built in. Of course. When you're doing anything with your blood, with uh-huh. your family, with people you love, yeah, there's just that comfort level, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm here for it. I don't, it doesn't bother me, like, whatsoever. Speaking of something so. you love, you did mention that when there was a point in your life where you left the camera and oh, you yeah. stopped taking pictures. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about what happened? Yeah. So um, I did photography throughout college, kind of here and there, because it was event photography, right? So it's like weeks in between that I didn't, uh, I wasn't doing a lot of sessions. It was events. Mm -hmm. And because I was in school full time. Mm -hmm. And I also worked at the gym. And uh, when I met my husband, I was like finishing school. I had one more year left. How did you meet through the gym, so oh, okay. well because his mom, I was training his mom. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like son, you gotta come check out my trainer. <laughs> and uh, it's a really funny story. So, when she first told me about him, I thought, oh my gosh, this guy must be a loser because his mom is vouching for him. Like, <laughs> why does his mom need to be doing this? Like, I thought, who? Like, why? You know. I love that he's your husband. <laughs> yeah, I love that he's my husband too. I lo- he's not a loser, by the way. But you know, like, I just, I mean, how would you feel if someone's mom was like, you need to be my son? Okay, and so, um, what's it called? I think also at that time, I was just not interested in being in a relationship. I was very tunnel vision in school. Right. Kind of uh, doing some self-development personally. And uh, I didn't want to get distracted. And I said no to her about three times. Wow. Yeah, she, she was very coming. persistent. She kept coming. She's wow. very persistent. And then the third time, I asked her, okay, well, let me see a picture of it. And then I was convinced. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, and so um, I met him the next day, and it was a very, you know, that cliche, like, when you know, you know. I knew I wanted to marry him very soon after meeting him, and it was a very confident, um, you know, feeling. Like, we both had it. And uh, we were engaged within six months. You got married wow. about a year and a half into knowing each other. And so, yeah, it was like, I don't know. We were just so sure. Yeah. Um, we got married before I finished college. What was the first thing that he told you when you met him? Because obviously it was his mom. What do you mean? Like first shaking my hand or like after meeting me? I don't know. Like <laughs> the first time you, you saw him or did you call him? Okay. So I didn't want it to be like a weirdo. Right. So I like, I, again, like I have no idea who this person is, you know, like it's just his mom talking about him. And so <laughs> I just, and then also another factor is that he's seven years older than me. Oh, and so okay. I also had like a front up for that reason. Right. Of course I was 19. And so I told her, well, tell him to add me on Facebook. So, of course, I can stalk him a little bit. I mean, like, I need to do that. Yes. And so um, he messaged me through there and we well, met. This is opening line. Hey, so I you're saw. the girl my mom told me about. <laughs> and uh, yeah. And I mean, we just kind of immediately started talking about like the serious stuff, you know, our beliefs, our values, what we want in life. Because he was older than me, he was kind of in a place. Um, he was like, I'm done wasting time. Yeah. And like he didn't want to, he didn't want to waste my time either. I think, yeah. especially because his mom was involved yeah. and she had never done that before. Wow. And so I think he was so shocked. And after knowing my mother-in-law, that is not her personality to. So it was something that she saw in you. She saw the vision. I guess so. I don't know. The Lord gave her <laughs> confidence and the courage. <laughs> 
to say, do something about that. And uh, I'm really grateful for it. It's been such a blessing. And yeah, I think that that it was it was very uh, significant to him that his mom did that. And so he wanted to make sure that I was taken care of and that he wasn't wasting my time either. But um, so let me get us back on track. Yeah. I had asked you that you had initially. Right. So, okay. Lost the love for photography. Yes. You're saying you're in college, you're paying for your own education. You were also working in the gym where you met your husband through his mom. Yes. And you were also doing event photography at your mom's. So I finished my last couple of events like the semester before my, uh, the semester before I met my husband. Right. And because I also had another job, I was kind of also paying for school with that. Right. And um, I just kind of had stopped booking. I hadn't been booking events. Like I was really busy. I met this guy. My mom kind of stopped trying to sell my services. And mind you, like everything that I did in college was through my mom. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't the one posting online, seeking advertising. I wasn't really promoting myself. Mm-hmm. I was kind of just a contract through my mom. She was like right. Chris Kardashian. You were like Kylie. Momager for sure. <laughs> and so... Um, What's it called? And my whole life, mind you, I didn't have a career path in mind. I wasn't very career oriented. I cared a lot about education, but my dream was to be a mother. And so I knew when, especially when I met my husband and I knew we were getting married, I want to have babies. (laughs) So directly after college, I mean, we, I I had a baby the month after I finished courses. Like we didn't waste any time. (laughs) So... (laughs) Um, we had been married for a year when I found out I was pregnant and I finished the month after the month of my due date, I finished courses and I had a baby. So, um, and again, still wasn't thinking of a career, had no longing, no desire. felt like I wasn't missing anything, loved just being a mom. And I was so happy with that. I thought that was going to be me for long term. Mm-hmm. And, um, when I was pregnant with my daughter, we went to visit his family in Guanajuato. And I took my camera, of course, because it's a beautiful place, beautiful people. He has tons of family members. And they have a very simple lifestyle. And I knew that they don't have a lot of family pictures. They mm-hmm. don't have, that's not something that they think about. Right. You know, and so I wanted to, to be a blessing in that mm-hmm. way and kind of document their lifestyle, document the people in a way that I know that I love doing. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, and kind of getting to know his family members and they were getting to know me. They asked me like, well, how did you get into this? Kind of like what you're doing right now. <laughs> but we were eating tacos at the table. And, I'll bring uh, your tacos next time. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. That would be better. And um, what's it called? They saw me like light up talking about it. And they saw me light up taking photos. And they said, well, why did you stop? Yeah. And mind you, I was like five months pregnant with my daughter at this point. I was like, why did I stop? <laughs> and... Um, I don't know. It was like from that point on that I just had this very strong courage. And for people that know me, I'm not a risky person. Like I don't like taking risks whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And I'm about to have another baby. And I'm like, I'm going to start a business. And everyone in my life was like, what are you doing? Like you're about to be busier than you've ever been with two kids. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, I can do it. (laughs) I just had this courage. I just had this courage. I knew it was from God and I knew it was right. And I knew I just had to do it. Right. And um, as soon as I started, you know, I started by doing a lot of stuff for free. Like I got my own camera, a, a professional camera. You know, I started honing in on my skill and just doing a lot of stuff for free, getting all the rust off. 
Nice. And I haven't looked back since. So. Wow. Well, congratulations. Yeah. I I think when it comes to um, something that is a passion of yours. Yeah. Like you mentioned that the family of your husband saw it coming out of you. Mm-hmm. It it glowed from your face. Yeah. Um, when someone's trying to like find their passion, maybe like as a photographer, is there a sign like how you were talking about it and it lights you up? Is that like a telltale sign of like, that's what you're supposed to, to do? Mm-hmm. I Yes, for sure. Um, and I think that that can, there is a line though where I think that some people can take their hobbies and then when they start to make it a profession, mm-hmm. they lose their lust for it. That happens to some people. It's happened to me. Yeah. And like, I feel like that about my artwork because yeah. I draw and I paint. I minored it, minored in it in school. But as soon as it becomes a commission job, I'm not having fun. Like, yeah. sure, I enjoy the the process, and but it's not cathartic anymore. It's not something that I, I don't know, like I put it off, I procrastinate. I knew that I didn't want that to be my profession. Right. Even though I'm talented at it and I love doing it, that's my hobby. That's not for sale. Right, right. Right. And with photography, it was like the opposite. Mm-hmm. I love taking pictures of my family, my kids, but there's something about blessing a total stranger. And that like is like a high of when someone sees their gallery and they're like, in tears oh my gosh i've never even seen myself like that or mm-hmm. oh my gosh that photo shoot felt so chaotic like with little kids mm-hmm. it felt like chaos but it looks so beautiful and peaceful and it's like you don't even realize when you're in this stage of motherhood for example when you have three little kids and mm-hmm. they're running around they're pulling your hair and they're all like monkeys on you right but it's so beautiful and you're going to miss that. And that's the nostalgia of this time yeah, of life. You realize it. And like being able to do that for someone yeah. and show them the beauty of their chaos. Mm-hmm. That is my high. Like that is what I light up. That's why I light up. And it's for working for other people. Love that. You and know, w- what did the family say when you showed them the pictures that you took? Oh, I mean, they were, thr- uh, they were really grateful. They were just really grateful. You know, um, like, his family lives in a ranch called El Tequan. Super small. It's like an hour from the nearest city, um, like Manuel Doblado. So there's a lot of mountains out there in Guanajuato and Leon. But it's like a little ranch. Like there's this, it's like a two streets and it goes in a U, oh, right? Okay. They call it the Vuelta. Yeah. And there's like all family members. So many family members. Like, like Samantha and Jordan Quiroz. Oh, wow. Okay. Their grandma is sisters with my husband's grandma. Wow. So my husband and their family are from the same ranch in Guanajuato. And they're just on the other side of the world. That's (laughs) crazy. Yeah. And and everyone knows each other. Everyone helps each other. You know, they have to go and pick up water from from a certain spot. And it's Mm -hmm. like, they'll go do that for for each other. But there's so much hidden beauty and tradition in every corner and nook. Mm -hmm. And that's what I was trying to capture. And and they were just really grateful because for them, it's normal. It's like right. they're every day, you know. But for me, coming from, you know, I've lived in the Valley my whole life, but it's like very fast paced. Yeah. There's always a time that you got to be somewhere, do something. And at the ranch, it's like a very simple laid back lifestyle. The day felt like two days over wow. there. It's just so simple. It's like 
I can't even explain it. Like I'd, the meals, right? Like just yeah. having a meal with them, like with the with your family over there. Yeah, just like homemade it's, tortillas. It feels like an event. With frijoles and that's it, and a coke. There's always that sort of <laughs> coke. It it really is slower pace. Yeah. And in a way that it's not even it's not even I can't even say that it's just slow pace. Like it's just different. Mm-hmm. You know, people are wearing mixed match outfits and. No one even thinks about what they're wearing. Like, oh, I wish I could live like that. They're living. They're living. They truly are. It's, yeah. It's not as mechanical as it is here. It's more of a flow. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not superficial whatsoever. Like, the spiritual part of life was so much more at the forefront of our conversations, mm-hmm. of the depth of our conversation. Like, everything was with a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And so I was trying to capture that in photos. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm so grateful for that trip because, I mean, it really altered the trajectory of my life. <laughs> this was how long ago? This was two and a half years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Because I was pregnant with my daughter. My daughter just turned two. Yeah. So. I met them. They were very energetic. <laughs> yes. To say the least, I'm always tired. <laughs> no, but, you know. And they never are. <laughs> that's how they are. So. Um, what's next for you? Like, right now, you're currently having your amazing studio and you were mentioning something about possibly opening it for people to rent out. Yeah, it's, it's an option. Um, it's going to be by request only. Um, just because, you know, I do want to keep the space somewhat sacred in a sense and that I don't want it to be cluttered, overwhelmed with activity. I think that something very unique about the experience of coming to my studio is that it's very minimal. It's very Mm -hmm. open. It's very spacious. And there's like a peace that you feel in there because of that and, and, and how basic it is, like how simple it is. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think that I, I would love to work with creators and photographers that kind of have a similar approach, Mm -hmm. a similar perspective. And, and how they work. Not that it has to be mm-hmm. parallel to my work, but mm-hmm. similar values, you know. And uh, But I definitely, you know, I'm going to be the dominant mm-hmm. photographer in the space. Um, Speaking of photography, uh, obviously you said that you wanted to be a mom. Yeah. And that was like your goal. If yeah. someone is out there who wants to be a dad or wants to be a mom, Mm-hmm. and they might think of photography as their hobby or they might have something else mm-hmm. as like a, that they might not be too sure about. Yeah. Uh, what do you recommend? Like, do you recommend that they go out on a trip like you did and <laughs> take your camera and, and that's it and photograph people? Or, yeah. or what would you have to say for for those that are kind of like the similar Like situation. maybe on the fence about pursuing something. Yes. I think that if it's something that you're longing for and you have a courage and like an itch to do, then you should just try to do it. I mean, there's really no harm. The, the, the beautiful thing about photography is that you have that initial investment in like a full, full frame camera. And then after that, like you need one good lens and a good camera body and you're good. And there's a lot of really affordable camera bodies, you yeah. know, like Fujifilm and pre-owned cameras. On and Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you don't have to go and spend thousands of dollars right off the bat. Yeah. You will eventually. But, yeah. uh, gear is very expensive. Um, but 
you know, all you need is a good attitude and some good light and a willing subject. So I'd say just go for it. You're not, you're never going to know until you try. And when that, when you consider being a parent, you know, I've, I have dealt with mom guilt beyond what I could have like even foreseen dealing with. Mm -hmm. And when I first entered, you know, when I first started my business, my thought process was I can say no to work. I can make my own schedule. It's just, and when I leave, it's for a couple of hours and I'm back, you know, because I had babies, you know, mm -hmm. I, I was a breastfeeding mom too. Like I couldn't be gone for 10 hours. And so, again, like, I was not going to be doing that. Carlos is like, yeah, like, I could not. And so... Uh, that would be cool, though. I know, right? I'm already thinking, like, because I'm pregnant right now, like, I can wear my baby and take baby. Like, I'm, like, thinking, like, I can have, I can have like the baby. the Native Americans who have the... First, the yeah, the sling in the back, sling in the front. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's all doable. Yeah, why not? Just, you know, so um, I have, a, uh, uh, have them go to sleep yeah, as you're doing the, yeah. the work. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm really grateful that I have a very supportive husband, very supportive, you know, grandparents on both sides. But when it comes to being a parent, I think that it's worth it to see for your children to see you work hard to pursue something that you're passionate about. And and the the high that I spoke of earlier that I that I get working with people, my my kids get that mom that's like yeah, on a high. That's true that I got to feed that extroverted spirit that I have. Because there was definitely moments when I was just a stay-at-home mom that I felt so alone. I just felt like I need to do something. <laughs> like <laughs> I need to speak to adults. Yeah. And I, you know, and I thrive being able to get out and do something that I'm passionate about. And I come back a better mom. Yeah, more recharged. I'm more recharged. I'm, I miss them. I love on them more. You know, and I also get to give my family a beautiful legacy of photos for them, too. Yeah. You know, I, I, I get to hone my skill so much with others that when I take photos of my kids, which is not as often as you might think. Yeah, yeah. It's very rare and like just special occasions uh, because I do get tired of picking up the camera. <laughs> but I do feel like I get to bless them with that legacy, too. Mm -hmm. I love that. You know? Have you have they ever like wanted to like pick up the camera themselves? Oh, my kids have we gave them recently their own little digital cameras and they're like bulletproof, okay? Like they can throw them on the floor. <laughs> and like the picture is like the lowest quality that you get. But oh, because okay. it's a little, you it's know, like dummy toy. camera. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it looks just like a mirror like uh, a DSLR. It looks wow. just like a DSLR, but it's plastic. That's so cute. And, you know, my daughter will, like, hold it backwards. Take it <laughs> so <to> funny. <laughs> yeah, but my son, oh, my gosh, I need to tell you this story. We were outside in our backyard, and our kids were playing. And my son had his little digital camera on the, on his Stop. neck. Yeah. Yeah. And me and my husband were sitting talking while the kids were playing, running around. And he's like, hey, guys, let's take a picture, right? And he's taking a picture of me and my husband. And my husband and my kids have seen me work. Yeah. Right. And uh, he goes, OK, now sit closer. And he's like, and he's like, Dad, look at mommy. To I direct do. you? Yes. And he was like, oh, that's really good, mom. That's really good. <laughs> that's <laughs> he so was funny. like literally being a little mini me. And you're I, training him to be your employee. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I like almost started crying because it felt so sweet 
that he was listening to you like he watches me yeah yeah and i thought that it was so cute that he wanted Aww. to he wanted to give mommy a picture that's so you know? awesome so that when you when they take the picture on that mm -hmm. dslr toy like can you like download those oh pictures? it has a little memory card wow yeah that's so cool yeah so they're li literally yeah that's awesome i still haven't pulled it out to look at all the pictures but that'd be cool to post and share yeah I'll probably go by. But my son is like even like <laughs> observant of lines. Like he lines. He, lines. Like the framing. So in of my work, yeah, frame in my work, I'm like very I pay a lot of attention to lines being leveled. I'm not a big fan of like uh, angular where you're kind of like not level with the person. Mm -hmm. Cause I want lines to be perpendicular mm -hmm. and leveled. Yeah, like I don't right, know. That's just my taste. Like right now before we did the podcast, you were like let me see the framing. <laughs> I can't help myself. <laughs> I really can't help myself. Um, and anyway, my son stole my phone one day and I didn't see the picture until like two days later. Yeah. But he was taking a picture of a toy on our carpet, which our carpet has lines on it. Oh. Right? Yeah, yeah. And in the first picture, the first frame, the toy is like crooked on the lines. Oh. And then the next picture, he made it parallel with the lines. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, he's my son. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> It made me so excited. So wow, he pays attention to those details. That's so cute. He has an artistic eye. So um, that was fun. Are you um, planning to live in the valley for the oh, foreseeable for future? Oh, for sure. Yeah. What, what do you think of the valley? Like there's this saying that's like Puro 956. Yeah. You've heard of it, right? Yeah, what, for what, sure. What do you think of that saying? I think that it's like once you've experienced it, why do you want to leave it? You know, like... I don't know. I don't know why people want to get out. It's like a little sanctuary. I mean, I left. Yeah, you left. But, but once I was over to pursue, like, trying to just get the foot in the door with, like, filmmaking. Right. For, for career opportunities. Yeah. But once I was over there, I realized that a lot of the things, like, a lot of the small things, just, like, yeah. saying hi to someone that's passing by or, like, those things did not exist over there there's no one else yes yeah yeah like nothing it was everyone's yeah. like in their own world like not really caring about other people yeah and that's something that i was no like, one's gonna pull over to help you change your tire that's true i actually saw an older man the other day stop in a red light his car his truck oh yeah stopped working mm -hmm. and there was like five uh guys who got out and helped him push the yeah. the truck. And I was like, you wouldn't be able to see that like in oh, a no. bigger city, like in LA or somewhere else. And there's like, I feel like anywhere in the valley, <clears throat> northwest, southeast, there's gonna be immediately a response when you need help. Oh yeah. There's always gonna be someone to help you immediately. Yeah. You know, like even at the grocery store, my daughter's throwing a fit. And this older lady behind me is like, hey, peek a like, you know, start talking to my daughter and distracting her <laughs> yes. or whatever. And they want to just help me or they like, they do something silly or funny to, to knock them out of their little fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, that is so beautiful to me. Yeah. You know, true. not in a creepy way, of course. Like, no, no. they're just being I do that helpful. too sometimes. I, I extend my hand, like, to give them a high five. Right. And they're expecting, like, oh, I'm going to give them a high five. Yeah. And then I and it take out my... it takes them out of their fit. I, like, take out my hand last minute, and they're like, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. And yeah. It's like, for sure. It's just some my go-to for 
Yeah, you just like, hey, look over here. Yeah, yeah. Don't think about the toy that your mom doesn't want to buy you. Exactly. <laughs> but you... something that I want to say about that yes. is that my dad is from Roma, Texas. Okay, Roma. But he was born in Chicago, Illinois. He's a first generation American. Italian or what? No. His family is from uh, Norteños, from North Mexico. And um, his father, you know, traveled to Chicago to have a work opportunity mm -hmm. to just to, to live in the United States, to become a citizen. And um, his family, his, him and his, his siblings were migrant workers as kids. You know, they, they had a very, I, wanna, I don't want to say rough upbringing, but of course, his dad sacrificed a lot. Right to allow them to be U.S. citizens and to live here. Mm -hmm. And I don't really remember the story of how they got to come down to Roma, Texas, but that's where he ended up moving when he was like eight years old, I think. Mm -hmm. And something that my dad has told me my whole life regarding this whole like um, culture of, oh, as soon as I graduate, I'm out of here. <laughs> there's a lot of young people that have that mindset. Mm -hmm. No, the Valley has nothing to offer me. Yeah. I'm going to go somewhere else to a bigger city where there's more, more to offer. Yeah. Right. And he, he, he's always told me like, why are you going to educate yourself, become this person that has so much to offer to society and then give it to somewhere else, mm -hmm. give it back to the Valley. That's true. Build that land of opportunity here yeah. for your generation and for the next generation. That's true. I never thought of Bring your that art, your skill, your intelligence, your skill, all of that. But here, mm -hmm. where you're from, you know? And so he's always told me that. And so I always kind of had that in mind. Like, I love it here. I, 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 there's nothing to complain about. Yeah. You know, and whenever I have traveled, I want to go back home. Yeah. Because so many people have that mindset of you, like how you're saying, yeah. I want to get out. I want to go and, you know, find something that I can do because a lot of people feel like there's not opportunity here in the valley. Right. And... I do feel like it has a lot to do with the people surrounding you, you know? Mm -hmm. It has a lot to do with how people make you feel, how yes. if they make, I love that you got that opportunity, you know, to have people around you who made you feel like you don't have to go look for your place anywhere else. And yeah. that's just so amazing. I love hearing that. And, and yeah. we've, Carlos and I, and you know, our friends, we've talked about it before, how we all have to help and we have to build this community of people who want to help others because yeah. Yes, there is a lot of helping hands here, but then there's also a lot of, and it goes again with people surrounding you, right? But then there's a lot of like either envy or yeah. somebody doesn't want to see you do better than them. They want to see you do good, but never better than them. It's that small pond yeah. mentality. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I, I love that you said that. And, you know, I hope everyone who watches Carlos's podcast pays attention to that. You know, like we, we have to push ourselves and others to be better and to yeah. keep it here, you know, in our mm -hmm. home. Give it back. From. Yes, exactly. For sure. I mean, your community helps mold you into who you are. Yeah. Like, you could say that you're not a valley person, but as soon as you get out of the valley, you're a valley person. <laughs> Somewhere else, you're like, estos tacos no son. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, the, the thing that I, exactly. that I got from leaving was that I saw all these new ideas and opportunities that when I came back, I was like, I can implement those here. Yeah. So in, in a similar sense. There is a benefit to exploring, to yeah. learning from other places. I'm not saying, but what I'm saying is like, sure, go to school somewhere else. Mm 
-hmm. go study abroad, go Mm -hmm. do an internship, but like come back and then, (laughs) and then grow here. Yeah. You know, like you don't, you're complaining that the, that the Valley is stagnant. Well then help it grow. I know. You know, who else is going to do it? You want them to come over here? No. No. (laughs) I hate it when people are like, oh, the Valley's so boring. And I'm like, in my, I don't tell them this, right? Obviously. But in my mind, I'm like, you're boring. (laughs) Like, have you gone out? (laughs) Like. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm just, I don't agree with that. But for sure. And you know, something that I'll say about that too is that's coming to mind is God was, I'm like not even exaggerating that every single person that comes into my studio says, wow, I feel like I'm not even in the Valley. Like you're in McAllen, Texas, <laughs> oh, you know? So, yeah. But it's the aesthetic. I get it. It's like the aesthetic is not to, hi. Hi, Yvette. Don't let me interrupt. Well, okay. I'm, I'm really glad that you mentioned that because I was about to ask you, what do you think of Backdoor Modern Vintage? Oh, I love it. I, I mean, as soon as I drove in to the parking lot and I was parking, I was like, oh my gosh, I like the, I like what's displayed. I mean, the lights are off, so I couldn't see everything. Yeah. But I could see like just personality everywhere. Because people say like, it doesn't feel like the Valley in here as well. Yeah. yeah. It definitely feels more like I'm in a shop in Austin or in San Antonio, you know, because I, I, every time I go to one of those places, I got to go to the vintage stores. Like I have to, of course. Yeah. you know, but, um, I think, uh, one good thing about, uh, the Valley is that a lot of people are finding that we're very unique mm-hmm. and uh, I feel like people tend to like want to leave because they feel like they got to go out to like find their, they got to get the hell away from their parents. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that has something to do that with too. it. I don't know. Like they're trying to like find themselves and maybe if they stay here, they feel like they can find themselves in mm-hmm. a way. Uh, at least there was that for me because I, I was so, I had been here all my life and I right. was like, what, who am I? Like, you know, yeah. like I needed to leave to be able to um, experience that. Like what, what is m- my my values, my core values, like I needed to be like a fish out of water to be able to grow, I feel. Definitely. And, you know, worldviews are so impactful and getting into any other worldview is going to make you a better person, mm-hmm. you know? And so I'm not necessarily like an advocate for not, for only having this perspective of like Puro 956, right? But I think that those experiences will always bring you back and have a greater appreciation for the valley for sure because it is is it is like a little sanctuary yeah for our culture for hispanics in in south texas and there's nothing like it you know and and everyone that leaves misses it and misses aspects of it and like when i brought up the the feeling of like people coming into my studio and they're saying like doesn't it feel like the valley? I, in my work, you know, I think I'm, I'm very influenced by photographers that are not from here, mm-hmm. right? Like my some of my favorite photographers are in New York or in Utah or like different places all over the United States, even in other countries. And their approach to photography, their style of photography, their studio setups are so different 
from mm-hmm. anything in the valley. And I, I could have had the mindset of, well, no one in the valley does that. So where I'm not going to have any clients. Yeah, yeah. Right. And definitely, if you look at any other studio in the valley, it, their work looks very different from mine. Yeah. You know, but then I felt like, well, I can bring that here. Uh-huh, yeah. I'm in the valley. I grew up in the valley and I love the way that that looks. So surely there's other people that are going to like it too, yeah. you know, it's and I think that it's definitely possible for that. I feel like I'm not even in the valley to not be a thing anymore because <laughs> the valley doesn't have to be this outdated, out of style, not fun, not interesting. No, I feel it's definitely changing. Right. Like that mentality. But like people have that mentality that it's not any of those mm-hmm. things. It's because there's so much change going on in a very fast. It's growing. A fast pace. Yeah. So everyone's like being shaken like, oh, yeah, that's that's exists here now. Yeah. 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 Sure. And I, I, in terms of photography, I want to I want to have an impact on that. Nice. And that it doesn't have to be what's already been doing, what's already been done. Yeah. And what's being done. Of course. But that it can be different. Yeah. Not everyone has to be the same. No. You know. <laughs> um, what, so. One thing that I wanted to ask you was yeah. that what do you hope? that your um i don't know if i want to use legacy because that feels like way ahead yeah no, <laughs> i don't know <laughs> like what's what's how do you want your photography to impact others i want it to be i want it to create nostalgia for the rest of their life i you know it, it never grows old on me that when someone hires me to take pictures it's because they want to remember now yeah right that's a very like serious role, especially for a wedding or for a life event or when it's a newborn or when it's young children, they're never going to be that little again. Mm -hmm. When it's an engagement session, you're never going to have that naive love again. Marriage brings so much wisdom and your love deepens and everything, you know, becomes so much more meaningful, but you're never going to be like that dumb in love. Like, where you have no idea what's to come, you think each other are perfect, you know, like that, capturing that, all of those previous examples I listed, yeah. is important in yeah. it, and it's it's meaningful to people to look back at those times. And um, I think that my number one priority is that I do that and yeah. that I don't allow things like trends or being impressive or keeping up with other photographers distract me from that because that's literally the point of what I'm doing. Right, right. right. I don't want to try to make my clients any of these other things. Uh They're being them and I want to capture them. Oh, wow. You know, I don't want them to look like my Instagram feed. Not my Instagram feed, like my feed, but like my explore feed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With the dancing and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I need, uh, so I try not to get distracted mentally from from that point of right. work. Yeah. I love that. No, I think you're doing a great job. Like I mentioned earlier, whenever you know that someone's a good photographer is when you don't see the name <laughs> and you know that that's someone's work, like just by the style. Thank um, you so much. Is there something that I haven't asked you that you would like to share? Anything that's top of mind you want to get off your chest? Right now is the perfect opportunity. I don't know. Any shout outs? 
Uh, of course. My husband, Lee Olivares, a lot of people call him Rolando. Oh. Yeah, that's his family given name, but What's his, his first name, name is Lee. <laughs> Leticia Quiroz Martinez. Shout out to Leticia. <laughs> Very grateful for her. The matchmaker. And my parents, of course, you know, they, they're the reason that I'm an entrepreneur. I grew up watching my parents own and operate their own businesses since I existed. And so for me to have any type of career, I couldn't imagine another dynamic than owning my own business. And I'm very grateful for my mom, even with her four kids, dragging us to do all the things she had to do for her business because I got to watch her be mm-hmm. her. And I got to learn how she took, how she spoke to people, yeah. how she dealt with different personalities. And none of it was directly taught to me, but just exemplified. Just like how your son watched you right. take pictures and talk yeah. to people. And I'm so grateful for it. And you know, my dad has always been a huge advocate for me to be artistic, to use my talents, to focus on my education. And they are like the reason that I became who I am, you know, as an adult and as a young person with anything to offer to the world, <laughs> you know, and their names are Rene and Nora Estrada from Harlingen, Texas. And, uh, yeah, I'm super grateful for the people that helped form me. I love that. Never stop shouting them out. Well, you're <laughs> you're uh, definitely not only a great photographer, but you're really nice and really great. Thank you. You have a lot of patience with people, and I think I admire that a lot. <laughs> uh, you have such a way to communicate, like um, like I was mentioning with Maritza. Yeah. Like she was like she felt like she didn't deserve to be photographed. Mm-hmm. And yet you, that was like a, a difficult situation, right? Because someone who feels that way. She had her walls up and yeah. she didn't know how to feel about, about the, the process. And I think within 10, 15 minutes, she was jamming out and I know having the time of her life. And yeah, I was pretty, we amazed. had a whole emotional evolution in that, I got it all in on that tape. session and it was beautiful. <laughs> And, you know, working with people like that is like, that gives me that high that I mentioned. Like, it's so fulfilling. I love that. And it makes me think, like, this is why God gives people talents is so that they can impact others. Yes. You know, I can't think about it. Like, very rarely do I think about it as, like, my financial. Like, I don't really think about it like a business. Mm-hmm. Think about it like as serving people. Right. And that might hurt me. Business wise, sometimes. Maybe. And I've had this talk with God, it's like, I give way too many photos. You know, I'm not that photographer that says, you're only getting five. And if you want more, you gotta <laughs> pay two. me. So, or two. <laughs> and if you want more, you gotta pay a fortune for more. Like, to me, it's like, you're hiring me to help you make memories. Right. Why am I gonna be stingy with them? Yeah. Like, here. You know, like I can't, you know, I, that's also going to keep them coming back to you. Absolutely. And, and, and that's what I want. That's what I kind of want, like my legacy to me, like that it's not a business transaction, but an experience and that I genuinely care. Right. Like I, I genuinely want to help you do this thing that you're doing to but take pictures. I know? was surprised when you gave all those pictures because <laughs> I was like, those are like high quality. Like they look like they're worth a lot of money. Thank you. So maybe you'll change your mind later. 
It's okay to change. You know, once I have enough demand, I can probably charge a lot more money. But yeah, I think that's going to happen. Yeah, I, I mean, like, slowly but pictures. surely. Slowly but surely. <laughs> I just, I can't, my heart, I can't do it. I can't narrow down beyond, yeah. you know. And sometimes I'll get down to like 30, but. Yeah. What's your Instagram? It's hard for me. Nora Isabel Photography. Nora N-O-R-A, not Norma, not Laura. Everyone here is Norma or Laura. Right. Nora Isabel no. Photography. Got it. <laughs> Follow her. Yeah. But thank you so much for coming to the podcast. Thank, thank you, you for, for coming all the way me. to Westlaco. And uh, we sure. hope to uh, share your story and inspire others. And Thank you so much. Keep that rolling. Awesome. You Appreciate it. This was my favorite I'm podcast. I'm just proud that you're a female photographer because they're like so few, but they're coming out more and more. And I think women are a little bit more passionate and creative when it comes to oh, yeah. photography. And I I really admire that. And I Thank miss you. most of the podcast, but I'm going to, maybe we can do a collab or something. And yes, I'm, please. Yeah. Come do a runway show at my studio. <laughs> well, we're doing a runway show tomorrow at Phoenix Art Gallery. Really? Yeah. Awesome. Be, uh, duality. That's where I was right now. So in the fitting. Duality. So if you want to be one of my models. Then you're oh, my gosh. Them. Yes. Do you want a pregnant model? <laughs> oh, you're pregnant? I'm pregnant. Oh my god. Yeah. Yes, thank you so much. Right away. Oh, thank you. Well, All the baby hormones. There you go. And you're now invited to a Don't fashion pass show. Don't Carlos, please. He's still a baby himself. <laughs> That's too funny. Baby. But thank you so much for coming, and I'll uh, see you soon. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.